0: Out of Bounds. Triple M. This is something we've been building up for for a very long time, Alan Crane. And why wouldn't you build to, this oh, up? This is outstanding. I am very happy that when about four, maybe six or seven weeks ago you all of a sudden just dropped a little nugget as we were just, you know, making... That doesn't sound good, Dan. Calm down. <laughs> um, but, you know, you just dropped a little bit of uh, information, information. that sounds yeah, better. Uh, that there is going to be a favourite of this show that's going to be coming up to 200 games. I yes. like, well, we need to make sure that we've got this guy on for his 200th. If you've been a, uh, someone who's listened to this show in the past. It's someone that we really enjoy having on this show. He's an absolute character of, uh, of football. He's been part of our football commentary team as well uh, around finals time. And I am stoked that this man is getting to 200 games. And I think it deserves a good intro. I reckon from your you're right. Fact, a rip, Dan. Oh. Please arise! Sir Macchiachi.
1: How'd you go, mate? How are we, chaps? What an introduction. I don't
0: know, but we've run out of time, so thanks for joining us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, In all seriousness, 200 games, just talking a bit off air before, we were chatting uh, after the game uh, at Harvey a couple of weeks ago, and you're not the sort of person that likes the accolades and the sort of congratulatory sort of stuff, but to get to 200 games, congratulations to you. How does it feel leading up?
1: Well, you obviously uh listen to our conversation because yes. you've just swept me off my feet oh, and um I yeah I, I told you earlier that uh yeah no, it's a little bit um i wouldn't say embarrassing but it doesn't sit too well all the uh personal recognition i suppose i'm all i'm all about the uh the banter and the jokes you are so when yes. it, when it gets a bit serious it's sort of uh Gets pretty close to home. And, Don't worry. Um, if anyone yeah. follows
0: Matt G. Archie on social media, know that uh, hashtag Bance is really up there. It's good quality
2: bans as well, might I say. <laughs> oh, Thanks, just mate. Appreciate just it. Just on that, Trucks, um, you had a lot of well wishes, but you received an email during the week from a, a former teammate who sort of hit home a bit. Can you explain a bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this, this guy is actually a good mate of mine, um, and you know him well. Al, uh, Dylan Harper and uh, Dylan is just, he's an amazing human he's a really good mate of mine he was actually the, the captain that I took over from mm. so he led me in my early stages of of league footy uh, we pretty much joined the club around the same time, we've become mates ever since, we grew really close uh, we went through all the heartache together and then we uh, we enjoyed the triumph of 2016 together as well but yeah, Dylan. Um, I'd had no idea, but he's he's emailed my girlfriend Anna and and said, "Can you pass this on to trucks?" You know, later in the week. And um, Anna gave it to me uh, yesterday, and I was just sort of reading through, and it just sort of a little bit of a, a, a timeline of of you know when we met, when we went to the club, our success, our <laughs> not so much success, <laughs> and um, yeah, everything that he said, it it just It really hit home and when everybody knows or those who know Dylan that when Dylan says something, everybody listens and he generally hits the nail on the head and, um, yeah, uh, I was lost for words and it almost brought a tear to my eye, actually.
2: It's just testament of the mateship out of footy, I think. Now, mate, it's a real coincidence that your first league coach in Stephen Bilsic will be the coach in charge of your 200th game.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing, isn't it? Um, I yeah, when I turned up at the club back in 2004 as a 16-year-old boy, um, Billow was in charge of the league side, and he didn't know me, and I didn't know him. And anyway, I um, what is it, 16 years down the track? <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's now the lead coach, and and I'm still part of that side, so it's it's quite amazing, actually. Yeah, especially considering. I think, did we speak about it before, Al? I think I've been through eight coaches, I think, in this. Period or somewhere somewhere. Well, that has been lines, a long, so.
2: long time, mate. Yeah, it
1: has, mate. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> and where does a crane uh, ranking that? Uh, seeing as he's on the other side of this desk, oh, he's, uh, he's got to he be nice. near the
1: top, does he? Or? Well, he's got to be up the top end there, Dan, because he's on the he's on the line. <laughs> <so I can't, laughs>
0: and so I'm he's heading out, to out tell, there, I I Sunday. Tell
1: a good lie, or just tell you he's on
0: top. Oh, very so, good. Uh, I thought that was Al, a great Al, lie.
1: Al's, Al's a yeah, Al's a very good coach. He's definitely up the top end. Sure.
0: It's fair to say that this has gotten a bit too emotional. So uh, as we get into this second half of this interview here with Matt Giarchi here on Out of Bounds at the Southwest Triple M, I think we need to sort of, you know, just make it a, you know, I I got very teary during a little bit about uh, Dylan Harper just before, which is great to see. But we need to talk about some fun because you, over the last 200 games, obviously, you know, you've been out there and you've had a, a lot of fun. Who are some of the teammates that have sort of... Riled you up while you've been on the on the uh, the football field.
1: Oh, pretty hard to narrow down. But right. Oh, um, I've got a couple. Um, of my current team at the moment, Martin Thompson. He loves he loves a gag. <laughs> um, Billy Clement. He, he's really good for it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, um, oh, sorry, Latchy. Latchy's a, a big one as well. He loves a, loves a good joke. Loves a prank. But uh, the main man who, and I know you know him very well, Dan, oh, yes. and he is your favourite, but he, he is, he <laughs> so is one fun. of my favourites <laughs> yes. and um, he, he is just, he's amazing off field. He, um, he has some incredible stories, Guy Pickett, <laughs> and uh, he's, he's got to be one of my favourite teamma- teammates over my whole career.
2: He is a character, no doubt about that <laughs> and over, over that career trucks did you you played with some outstanding footballers did you ever see one that you went shee that's pretty andy
1: um yeah well, I saw a lot actually al there was a i mean um every every team we've had there's always been obviously a few standouts um. Young Shorty, Shorty was outstanding. Um, Bully was just Mister Consistent every week. Uh, Brett Robinson was absolutely amazing. Ryan Smith just so athletic. Um, but the one guy that not many would know, well, everyone would know now. But who would be my the best player I've ever played with would have to be Lee Coleman.
2: Very, very good footballer, and now just getting to yourself, trucks. You, everyone knows that you're a a very good leader. Did that come naturally, or was that something you had to work on over the years to to build a leadership?
1: I think it's um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think um, I've been fortunate enough through my juniors from a pretty young age to be to have a C next to my name, and I think I don't know if that meant that. Other people could see leadership traits that I didn't know I had, or or I just won the chook raffle. I'm not too sure, but um, and that sort of stuck with me. And then and then on the on the flip side, you f- like I mean, for example, I took over from Dylan Harper, who I thought was the absolute perfect captain. And I thought, how am I going to fill these shoes? And I think over the years, you you sort of put your own spin on it, and you you tend to become a lot more comfortable and, and develop in the role. So I think it's a bit of both. And
2: now, now, mate, was it two o four you started somewhere around there? Yeah. How yep. has Southwest Footy changed in from two o four to two nineteen, or if any?
1: Oh, it's it's hard to say. It's it's really hard to say from from two thousand four because uh, I yeah, like I said, I was a sixteen year old kid, and 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 back then it was the senior guys pretty much told you where to go, what to do. You just sort of turn up and, and you play a really minimal role and i think nowadays it's it's mainly dominated by like from a younger age so the 17 18 19 year old kids that are coming through are now the majority at training if that makes sense so it seems like it seems like now a lot of senior guys are, are dropping out of footy a little bit earlier um whether that's you know work circumstance family whatever that whatever the case just seems like a really um really dominated from a a younger age group
2: mm. Now, mate, there's a real rivalry, there's no doubt about that, between South Bunbury and Kerry Park. Oh, Jesus. Uh, You couldn't have picked a better club to play your 200th of games. She'll be uh, fast and fierce out there, I should imagine, come Sunday afternoon.
1: Yeah, um, pretty excited, actually. Yeah, we we tend to have a pretty good battle with with Kerry Park. They pipped us by a couple of points late, early in the year, and I think that's where our wheels fell off. But, um, no, look, we're we're going in pretty positive, and... um, we know this week they're going to field 18, so we've got to uh, bring our A game. And nearly coughed up to Harvey, who were a couple of men short. So we've definitely got our work cut out this week.
0: Now, I know, as we said, you know, you, you're not a big thing of the fanfare, even though we decided to bring out the trumpets before. Um, but, you know, it, 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 I'm sure you would have said to the club, you know, oh, just you know try and dial back on all that sort of stuff. But you know that the club's probably going to go all out on, on Sunday with a banner and things like that. It's going to be post game when it's like that's going to hit you you've played your 200 ga- you know 200 games what you know is there sort of an, a bit of an emotional feeling about getting to 200 what what what's the feeling at the moment
1: Yeah absolutely it's um it's it's quite overwhelming at the minute like um I'm getting so much support um from everyone around and um all I want is for us to put in an effort um, get some smiling because there, hopefully there's going to be some faces that haven't been up the club for a while, mm. old South Bunbury people. We just hope to put in an effort, get a result and just see some smiling faces because um, footy clubs are made up of, of of volunteers and supporters and sponsors and families and people who put countless hours into making the club function and we got the easy part of, of getting changed and, and bringing them enjoyment by winning so yeah there's a lot of stuff that's going to come into play but i just hope we we all just gel together we play our brand of footy and um get a win and and kick on pretty late into the night it would be uh, it would be a nice finish look!
0: I know uh, we like to have a little bit of fun with you on the odd occasion and uh, I know that uh, you like to have a bit of fun with us as well, which is why we always appreciate having you on our show and uh, obviously it's uh, great to see that you're getting to 200 games. Matt Giachi, well done. Have fun this weekend and best of luck for your 200th.
1: Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Al. The local word on sport, Out of Bounds. Triple
0: M, it's just Matt G Archie, He's just a nice bloke. He's a good fella. Yeah, There's no doubt about that. Well respected amongst the entire league. Um, I Just yeah, I don't know many people that have a bad
2: thing to say about him. It's just, and great I like to the fact that we make it. We delved a bit deeper into yeah. that because we we have fun with footy, then yeah. that's how it should be. But there is a. There's a real personal side to footy. I do feel
0: like it might have got a little too serious towards the end there because I was like, you know, we need a build. He, he likes the banter. That's no, the
2: mate, thing. I'll tell you, this is a deep show, Dan. Oh,
0: <laughs> <gosh. That's, laughs> the amount of 60-minute style <laughs> questions, of as I've always put it, that you have asked on this show... Yeah, sometimes I feel like it gets quite deep. Um, Alright, uh, big big final six weeks coming up in the Dale Alcock Holmes Southwest Football League. Uh, there are some massive, massive games on the way and it kicks off this weekend at round 13. Now we here at Triple M we're out and about tomorrow, 2.20 straight after. We've uh, been at uh, Triple M AFL footy. We are going to be at Gloucester Park Augusta Margaret River hosting Donnybrook. It is third versus fourth. This is an absolute Absolute ripping game and a cracking way to start our run home to the finals here on Triple
2: M. An absolute beauty here. It's, it's an eight-point ball game. Yep. There's no doubt about that. If Marks pick it up, they jump. They just about grab that third spot. If Donnybrook pick it up, well, Marks could drop down to as far as fifth. Yeah, well, I was going to say. Somebody have a win, so it is a massive one. Last time I got in trouble for not making the journey down to. Uh, Margaret River. so. Oh, no, no. Hey, we gave you a pass. No, but Matt Jamison did I know, he didn't. The coach of Margaret no. River, he was, um, but when it's a, he was very stern with it, me. When <laughs> it's a grandkid's first birthday, I think you're allowed he give me the old coach's spray, but that's all right. We he's, sure he's, not
0: gonna, he's not going to be uh, like eyeballing you on the other end of the, the box, is he, when we go up there and call?
2: Is no, he? no, he'll be fine. I believe okay. he sits up with us, too. He is. Yeah. Be a, Hopefully a he doesn't get too vocal like he did Inside. the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that should be an absolute beauty. A yep. lot on the line for both these football clubs.
0: I suppose the big thing for Donnybrook is they... Can they travel? Can they go down to Gloucester Park? Can they get this win? Conditions hopefully will fine up by the time we get to tomorrow afternoon, but it still might be a bit sort of, you know, squidgy on ground. But these are the sort of games they need to start winning, isn't
2: it? But that's you could say the same for both sides, uh, yeah. because Marks haven't beaten too many in that top half, that ground ever. and True. And Donnybrook haven't. And both sides have been up and down. They You know, they've... One minute, they're um, superstars, and the next time, they've dropped away. And the last time Mugs went out, uh, HBL gave them a nice little yeah. touch-up. So they'll be looking forward to bouncing back, as will Donnybrook. I don't know whether the ground will make much difference. It'll just be intent yep. and um, the will to win. Tip? Uh, I might go for Marks down there.
0: Okay, I'm going to go for Donnybrook. Yeah. Uh,
2: Bunbury, Eaton Boomers is the other big... Only because Jamo's
0: sitting <laughs> right next to us, so that's well, all. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going yeah, to have you and Aaron <laughs> in between me and him, so that's why I'm going for Donnybrook. Um, the other big game is on Sunday afternoon
2: at Payne Park, Bunbury taking on the Eaton Boomers. Yeah, big one for Bunbury this, yeah. isn't it? They've um, faltered a bit. We thought they were building up here about five weeks ago, and then the last they've faltered and. Look, they're trying to hold on to that spot in the mm-hmm. the five, and that's um, with Collie sort of making inroads into that. Ooh, it's looking yeah. a bit precarious, Dan. Mm-hmm. Good so, words. Good words for that one. And um, Eaton, on the other hand, they want that top three spot, and they'll be playing very hard to keep that spot. And uh, But interesting contest, I think Eaton.
0: Yeah, I I get the feeling Eaton are going to win this one as well. I'm I'm really fascinated. Bunbury lose. They won't drop out of the top five. But if Colley do end up winning, then they're both going to be on six-
2: wins and seven losses. So let's It'd look at... it be interesting to see whether Brett Peak plays. He's been playing up north for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so. good
0: point, yeah. Whether, um, what, his, what his
2: rotation is like right
0: now. Yeah, I'm not sure how all that works. Uh, so Collie Eagles, huge game for them because they know that their season's still alive. They take on Busselton at Bovell Park. It's a three ten start at Bovell Park tomorrow.
2: Two teams that are completely opposite form sides, Mm -hmm. aren't they? Collie Eagles have won the last, I think, four or something like that and won against very good sides. So they're on the top of the rail. I wonder whether the landmark break has done them any favours. I Mm -hmm. think they're on a bit of a roll, so it'll be interesting to see how they come back after that. Whereas Busselton have done the exact opposite. They Mm -hmm. started the season where they're looking very good. We watched them play Collie Eagles in that first game. I think we called that one. Mm -hmm. And... Uh was sensational and give Collie Eagles a touch up. Not quite sure that'll happen this week though. Uh the other two games, the Harvey Fresh Cups on this weekend, Harvey Bulls taking on HBL. I mean HBL going in red hot favourites, obviously. Uh burning hot favourites, I yes. think, Dan. I think HBL um look they haven't put a foot wrong this year yep. uh, this uh, year and Harvey Bulls well they struggled against South to to have numbers on the ground and mm. but the thing is uh if they had had the full complement, they, they would have won that. They probably would have yeah, well yeah. We're throwing it out there. They probably would have won that game of footy. So all is not lost for them, but they gee, a big ask against a very good HBL football side. And then the other game, of course, the 200th
0: game for Macchiachi for the South Mumbury Football Club. They take on the Kerry Park Panthers. They're at home. Can they lift for uh, the man we call trucks?
2: Well, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? The fellas put a lot into that footy club. um, So you'd like to think those rooms would be absolutely buzzing before Mm. that. Ground go there, but don't, look, don't take too much away from Kerry Park. They've been sitting in the five for most of the year, mm. and they've they're very much. And I think we said this at the start of the year. They're in the five and early start, and they'll drop away because the depth is a bit of a worry. So it's pretty much gone to script. They'd be looking forward to Barnard's, uh, a very wise coach. He'll be looking to bounce back, back and bounce back strongly. Isn't it great though? These two clubs have got a rivalry yeah. that's been going for a long, long time. Uh, throw trucks is two hundred. in. It mm. should be a great game of footy, and I hope everyone gets out to support it. Uh, Kerry Park have lost their last four, but they have been uh, losing to HBL topside.
0: Donnybrook coming through, about to be a top side. Eaton Boomers topside, and the Collie Eagles, who are making that big run. So interesting to see how the Kerry Park Panthers go this weekend.
3: Out of bounds.
0: Triple M. We are going to delve into Lower South Football League right now. Nigel Reeve, our man Weaver, will uh, give us a bit of a wrap of what happened last week and look into this week's fixtures as well. But we're heading to Cojanup right now.
2: We are. We're heading out to Cougar Country, Dan. <laughs> out to Goose's Men. Goose! And we just happen to have the captain of the Cojanup football side in Sam Jackson. How are you, Sam?
0: Uh, g'day, fellas. Not too bad, thanks.
2: Excellent. How are you
0: going? going well. If uh, the coach is goose, what does that make you?
4: Oh, geez, I don't know. Probably a duck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Twack, quack 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 quack. Yeah, um, yeah, Last week, obviously tough one against Bridgetown, but we're starting to see some positivity coming through. There is three wins in the season. Um, there's sort of been a, a slight, you know, change in sort of upbeat sort of uh, business inside the Koji Footy Club the last few weeks.
4: Yeah, look, I think in the uh, last probably month, or probably since our long three-week bye, the boys and uh, the, some of the senior staff and the committee have really got together and um, the camaraderie around the footy club at the moment is unbelievable. Um, we're getting some serious numbers at footy training um, and even after games and training, we're having some good sessions, I suppose you could say, of lunatics uh, um, getting out and uh, antics happening. And it's just sort of coming forward on the footy field and it can show when we very uh, competitive as well.
2: And that's a part of it, isn't it, Sam? I mean, it's all right to be successful on the field, yeah. but you need to be a very comfortable atmosphere off the field.
4: Yeah, yeah that's right. There's uh, always something going on with the boys in town at the moment. Um, and runs yeah, just been getting around. It's been really good. Um, and I think it's really started from the top end with Goose, who's um, really led from the front and uh, made sure everyone has been a part of things.
2: I was just about to ask you that. We always talk about with coaches what uh, players bring to the club, but what has Goose brought to the coaching Up Football Club as coach?
4: Oh, some would say wisdom, but... Uh, oh, nah. I wouldn't go that far, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, he's been really good. Um, he's been very understanding to a lot of players and given them the support they've needed, um, and that's allowed other players to come up with them um, and players that haven't been around the club so often in the last few years Chris has been really supportive of them um, as well as bringing everyone together um, he's been yeah like I said earlier leading from the front um, just yeah so just a very, it's a very family feel at the moment he's sort of taken everyone in with open arms
2: now it's your first year back at the club I believe how are you finding or how are you enjoying the lower south west
4: uh, yeah it's, it's been good after a few years away um a lot quicker than I remember it. With <laughs> um, 16 aside, but no, it's been really good to be back. Um, back with all your childhood mates and, yeah, kicking the footy around with them again, especially when a few of them have returned home themselves.
2: Now, you're, you're the captain of the footy club. What's your captain in style? Are you a voiceless a captain or do you lead by example? How do you go about captaincy?
4: Um, I'll probably try and lead by example. Um, monkey see, monkey do. Um, I throw a bit of voice around on the field More just a supportive voice Not um, trying to instruct as much That's Goose's job But um, yeah just be there for everyone really
0: a lot of animal talk going on at this club, I feel, with, you know, monkey We're business. We're around, around sheep country, goose. mate. yeah, a bit of yeah, duck that's work. Right, that's a fair point. I like that. Uh, you run out of bounds this afternoon, Alan Crane, Daniel Leach. At the moment, we've got Sam Jackson with us. He's from the Coaching Up Football Club, the captain of the site.
2: And how does Goose go with the spray, mate? Does he wind Ooh. up on you boys or is he Ooh. a very mellow sort of Let coach?
4: Rip. Yeah, the big fella, geez. He's had to hold back a couple of times. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, yeah, I think in his older in his younger days, uh, when he was coaching first time around, he was fairly voiceless. Now he's a bit uh, more calm and collective, a bit more constructive, I've heard. Um, but yeah, he's, you can see if he, in his eyes he wants to let go, but I think he just wants to get that get out there himself.
2: Now you're off to Dean Mill this weekend, I believe. That's if mm. I've got my fixtures yep. right after the landmark, boy. Yeah, yep. Um, yep. That's uh, it's a big challenge, but one your boys would be well and truly looking forward to.
4: Yeah, it's something we've sort of looked forward to since they came up and hit here and played us last time. Um, they sort of 20 minutes or a quarter and a half really let us down, but other than that, we're we'll riding with it, and we know we can mix it with them. Um, so we'll be really trying to take that on and not leave anything in the sheds, really, just give it our all. We've got nothing to lose. So
2: Is that part uh, sort of, of Goose's message? Is he trying to get more consistency within the playing group?
4: Yeah, yeah. And throughout the season we have. Um, sort of at the start of the year we started off playing a quarter of a good footy and then two and then three. And we're sort of just about at our four. Um, so if we play our uh, four quarters of fantastic footy there's no reason we can't come away with the points. Mm. So And we just have to give it our all.
2: And where do you see Dean Mills' strength? Where will you have to stop them to win, take away the points?
4: Uh, they've got a very powerful midfield. Um, they're there's a lot of those boys who have been playing together for a long time. Um, so they know what each each, what each other are about. And um, they yeah, really carved this up the first time around. So, so I think you look them, the game will be won or lost in the midfield, really. Um, and that's also a strength of ours. And it will be a real challenge for the boys in the guts to see how we go.
0: Now, anyone that's been around the Cochinup Football Club will know about the Godfathers. It's a big talking point around the club, and rightfully so, because they do a lot. Talk to us about the Godfathers, because they've got a big week coming up next week.
4: Yeah, the uh, life and the soul of the footy club. The boys, they've uh, got their raffle coming up, and, um, yeah, they usually bring a few people with them, and it's usually a great day at the footy club. Yes, um, And, the, yeah, the, the old fellas, all, some of the cheekiest boys in the footy club, uh, yeah, it's, they all re- really look forward to this weekend giving back to where they started as well.
0: And that's the thing. There's lots of raffles and so obviously they're raising funds for the club and that's obviously a massive thing. But they're they're the sort of people that that love to stay with the club and obviously love to give back as well.
4: Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, there's a lot of life members involved still um, and it just shows that through thick and thin, the footy club still come through at at the other end. Um, And it's, it's thanks to a lot of those godfathers that have been involved that have really made sure we've got to see where we are now. Actually um, I was
2: talking to Robert Brown about that yeah. uh, they do an enormous amount of work off the field, you know they go fencing and all that and Sam yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there is some characters there when you bring mother gibbs into them <laughs> and um, <laughs> city loveland and city, the few that's right i was just trying to run through the list of names um, there are some serious characters yeah. and I'll bet they enjoy a couple of cordials daniel
0: what a surprise that would be, hey? Wow. You've got something in common with the Godfathers. What a thought, Cranny. <laughs> <laughs> what a thought. Hey, uh, Sam, we wish you the best of luck, not just for this weekend, but for the rest of the season. As we said, there's uh, some green shoots starting to come through uh, with the Cojan Up Football Club, which is great to see. Uh, Dean Mill is the game this weekend. In Dean Mill, 2.15 star for the league game if you're heading out that way. Sam, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Best of luck for no the worries,
1: weekend.
4: Thank Thank you. Enjoy. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. And
0: on the phone right now, the man that always has all the information we need to know with the Lower South The guru, Oh, he's the guru, the man that is called Weaver, the great man, Nigel Reeve, joins us right now. Hello, Weaver. How we going, boys? Going pretty darn well. Good, thank you, mate. Uh, (laughs) We had a week off last week, but the Lower South West did not have a week off because, well, there's no landmark, so might as well play some football. And uh, turns out Imperials are just knocking on the door of the top four all of a sudden.
3: Yeah, they are. They've uh, they had to win that game. They they do play uh, the top team twice before the end of the year, so it's a tough run for them. So they've got to win every other game and hopefully and hope for a couple of other teams to fall over. But not very impressive win at Nanup it was. So good on them.
2: Yeah, that's right, and and that's right, their destiny lies with other clubs, I think, at the minute, so yep. they're relying on other clubs to slip up. Well, they're chasing at the moment, so it's yeah, important for absolutely. them
4: to absolutely
0: make sure that they can make every post a winner, and then your boys, Dean Mill, um, you were just saying off air, was about 10 minutes of football they played, and for the rest of it, sort of chasing
3: tail. Yeah, Southern's deserved to win, I mean, Dean Mill would have taken the win if they, they fell over the line, but... They played uh, 10 minutes of footy in the last quarter to get within seven points, but Southern's had all the answers, so uh, yeah, they, they move into second spot and, and tightens up in the probably from second down to sixth now, so yeah, it's getting very tight.
2: So why such a slow start from the Dean Mill boys? Uh, Weevil, could you anything you put your finger on, or was there a big breeze? Oh, and...
3: look, our disposal Crany, has been a real nemesis for us for a long time, not just this year, but years gone past, and Every time we went forward, we, we turned the ball over, and every time Southern seemed to go forward, especially early in the game, they, they kicked goals, and, and that was a difference at the end.
0: Let's look at this week's fixtures then. In that case, there's uh, three very important games on the way, starting off with the uh, Bridgetown home game. Nine and zip start to the season. They are flying right now. They host Imperials. Um this is huge for Imperials. They Obviously, you know, to knock off the top side is going to be a big thing. They haven't lost a game all season. But as we were saying, if they win this, all of a sudden they're back into top top four contention in a big way.
3: Oh, I think they're in top four contention as we speak. Yep. But, yeah, if I can knock off the top team, you know, but the big thing for Bridgetown is to try and maintain their stand. And Now they're so close to a perfect season as far as home and away goes. They, they want to keep that going as well. So, look... I can't see Ips getting over the line. They suffered a couple of big injuries with the Ipsum boys going down the last couple of weeks. So I'm thinking Bridgetown will get over the line here.
2: It's looking pretty much that way, isn't it? Bridgetown, um, but, gee, a major four points if they could create an upset, but I think Bridgetown uh, have not done too much wrong this year. Uh, Tigers uh,
0: taking on Boy Up Brook. We know that Boy Up Brook not the best of travelling sides. Uh, If Tigers win this, all of a sudden they leapfrog Southerners for the moment.
3: Yeah, they do, and that's just how it is at the moment. As I said, between second and sixth, there's only a couple of games there, so Tigers wouldn't want to take it easy. They lost uh, your young bloke in Jeffrey Namnick, uh the last game. He'd done a serious knee injury, so all the best to him. But I think Tigers might have enough uh, player depth there to cover that and uh, get over the line against Whitebrook.
2: There's sort of a couple of games here you wouldn't want to take lightly, though, that's is it? Because if you happen to drop one, you're going to let someone else in, mm. and you only have to be mentally about 5% off, and you'll run into trouble, but Tigers should win that.
0: Yeah, that loss to Jethro Damnick that's not good, because he's been a real top-quality player all season, so uh, to lose him's not fantastic, but hopefully they can cover it. All right, Dean Milko, tonight you know, we just spoke to Sam Jackson a few moments ago, he... Uh, I don't want to say is quietly confident, but, you know, he's got a little bit of pep in his step and hoping that they might be able to do some damage against Dean Mill. What do we think sir, tomorrow, 2-15, this game?
3: Oh, look, well, Cojan Up's form the last two or three weeks has been very impressive. They've had a couple of wins, and, you know, they're not too far off. So, look, I hope Sam doesn't make the trip. He's a great player, but he's welcome <laughs> to stay in Cojan Up and do some leading something. But, uh, look, I'm hoping that Dean Mill will bounce back their, their form their best form is good enough yeah uh, there's just a big difference between when they they sort of drop off the pace a bit and other teams take advantage of that but uh, at home I'm hoping and wishing that team will win the game.
2: Well, everything suggests Dean Mill should win yeah. that, but the thing with coaching up, they've got absolutely nothing to lose. They're That's setting good. up for next year, so yeah. they're just going to throw it wide, have a swing at it, and um, you can score goals very quickly like that. But the good thing is for them, you
0: say that you know they're having a swing, but... Results go their way. As Weaver was saying, they could just sort of sneakily find themselves into finals contention. A lot needs to go right for them, but you just don't know. Um, Because, uh, as you are saying, Nigel, it is so tight. Second, third, fourth, and fifth. It is half a game between the four of them and then coach number two games back from there. Um, This ladder is quite a fascinating one to to look at right now.
3: Oh, it is. And and the percentage is very close as well, if you look at that as well. So... A win and a big win could make a difference. But, uh, look, in coaching-ups, uh, not defence, but, I mean, we weren't talking finals for them for the last couple of years, so they even mentioned them big finals is uh, is credit to where their club's heading and, and the people they've got in place there to take their club forward.
2: Yeah, I think the finals are out of the reach yeah. for them, but you're right there because everyone's starting to talk about them. Before, it was just a more matter of going out to coaching up and picking up the four points. It's he not were, the case anymore, and that's he, what you need to build. You were having a crack at me for saying South Bumber are out of finals contention <laughs> about five <laughs> until, weeks it's, ago. until it's mathematically yeah, possible, it's, everyone's in. Well, technically, it's
0: mathematically possible the coach yes, up could still sneak in there, but nonetheless... Boy, up
2: might struggle. Mm. Like that. Maybe, just maybe.
0: Uh, some good footy on the way this weekend. Lower South Footy League. All the games on tomorrow, 2.15. Make sure you get out there and enjoy the action. Nigel, as always, great to talk to you. We'll do it again uh, this time next week. All uh, right, good on you, boys. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M.